0: Hello and welcome to the Boobing It podcast where we live lid on breastfeeding and tell you what it's really like. I'm your host Ruth, founder of the online breastfeeding magazine boobingit.com and proud mama of two. On each episode I'll be joined by a special guests to have meaningful conversations about breastfeeding and digging deep on those issues and topics that matter most to you. So let's get on with the show. Did you know breastfeeding for the first year takes approximately 1,800 hours? To compare, a full-time job with three weeks holiday is 1,862 hours. So in summary, breastfeeding is a full-time job. It's important to make your time breast or bottle feeding your baby as comfy and supportive as possible to limit short and long-term aches and pains. Rest easy with El Tuto's range of nursery chairs that are designed to make this stage and beyond as comfortable and supportive as possible. With their swivel bases and gliding features, armrests to the right height to support your baby and high and cushioned backrests, their range will certainly help you soothe your tired body during those long nights with your new baby. Until the 25th of December, El Tuto is giving our audience a massive 20% off their premium comfy nursery chairs. Use code BOOB20 at eltuto.co.uk. That's I-L-T-U-T-T-O.co.uk. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Afif el Kufash, a neonatologist and paediatrician and a lactation consultant working at the Rotunda Hospital in Dublin, Ireland. Afif co-hosts the Baby Tribe podcast and is also a talented artist whose paintings depict the wide range of emotion, experiences, struggles and elation that come with the breastfeeding journey. In this special Christmas episode, we're going to speak to Afif about the often controversial topic of alcohol and breastfeeding. Afif, it's the festive season and many breastfeeding mothers are beginning to wonder, can they drink alcohol and safely breastfeed? Over the years, there has been so much mixed messaging around alcohol consumption and breastfeeding, leaving many women confused about what is true and what is false. Before we get into the latest guidance, can you tell us some of the outdated information and myths that we can now dispel about drinking alcohol and breastfeeding?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on the Moving It podcast. I'm delighted to be here. And Merry Christmas to everybody who's listening. Um, There are, as you said, a lot of myths that go with um, consuming alcohol and breastfeeding. But before I say that, uh, sorry, but before we delve into what the myths are, it's very interesting in that we as healthcare providers always default to saying no to women, you can't do this, you can't do that, rather than trying to actually have an adult conversation um, with them and give them the information to empower women to actually make the right choices. And there's never, there's never really an answer that, that is a hard no. So that's why it's important to actually have evidence-based advice that goes with um, alcohol and breastfeeding so that moms can make an informed decision. There are a lot of myths, though, that we need to, to dispel. And uh, there was this myth that was flying around before that a small amount of alcohol is actually safe and may even be beneficial for the baby. And that is actually not true. But what we know is that responsible consumption of alcohol uh, while adhering to the current guidelines, as far as we know, is not harmful. But there is no actual benefit to the baby by consuming alcohol. and. Along with that myth was the other myth that a small amount of beer can actually increase milk supply. And we know now that the opposite is actually true, that, um, you know, especially excessive alcohol consumption can actually inhibit milk production. So that's something that mums need to be aware of. The other myth that I see flying around is that pumping and dumping can actually expedite um, getting rid of alcohol from breast milk. And that, again, is is not true at all. And that's, I suppose, one of the key messages I want to get across. We know that the level of alcohol in breast milk mirrors that um, in the blood. So when there is a peak concentration of alcohol in the mother's bre- bloodstream, that level will also peak in the breast milk as well. And pumping and dumping is not going to Reduce that level at all. What will reduce it is giving the mother time to metabolize the alcohol or get rid of the alcohol from her bloodstream. And as a result, the level of alcohol can actually slowly dissipate from the breast milk as well. What I think a lot of moms don't realize is that the movement of alcohol between the blood and the breast is a two way system. So the blood levels in the alcohol, sorry, the breast alcohol levels will peak when the blood levels peak and as the blood level goes down, so will the um, breast milk level of alcohol go down. So you don't need to actually pump and dump. So if you wait it out, the milk that is already present in your breast, the level of alcohol will disappear once the level of alcohol in the blood also disappears. So I wanted to get that across. And finally, it's always important to recognize that occasional drinking is, I suppose, the best approach. And that is the best advice that I can give following, you know, no drinking at all. But that doesn't mean that, um, you know, breastfeeding mums who decide to have an occasional drink over the festive season are doing anything wrong. They're not. And we're going to get into how to do it safely, I suppose.
0: Thank you so much for sharing all those. And the pumping and dumping one was the big one for me, you know, whenever I had my first child and I'd read all about, if you're going to drink, you have to pump and dump. And to me, I just thought this seems like too much effort. I was very much, um, you know, just feeding my daughter from the breast throughout her first year. And I very rarely pumped. And it was always a big thing for me to get any amount of milk out of my um breast pump. And... I- so I completely stayed away from alcohol because I just thought I cannot be bothered, but you don't necessarily, it it didn't give, you know, there was no freedom then to have the occasional drink, you know, occasionally when I maybe wanted a nice cocktail on holiday, I thought, no, it's not worth it because then I'll have to bring a pump with me and who could be bothered with that. So I stayed away. And as you said, you know, it's just, it, it shouldn't be a blanket no about all these things. If I could go back and take a sensible approach, okay, Ruth, you can have this, um, you can have this one drink. It's definitely not going to do any harm. And um, and then just wait it out, try and time probably about timing it properly to when to feed next. Um, And I think if we all had that sort of knowledge and awareness, we'd be a lot, I think all people's breastfeeding journeys would almost be lengthened because you're giving them a sense of freedom and uh, flexibility because let's be honest, most of us like the odd drink from time to time. And if we're saying no, absolutely no alcohol while you're breastfeeding, this is another thing to kind of another barrier to breastfeeding, if you like.
1: Well, as I said, it can compromise the breastfeeding relationship and on balance, You know, you try and you try and maintain your lifestyle as much as possible um, while breastfeeding your baby, while being responsible at the same time. And if you do that, I think that's the best formula for maintaining uh, breastfeeding longevity, because if you are under the impression that you can't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G while breastfeeding, um, and another case in point is a lot of the medications, and, you know, we we, ought, we automatically say no to moms for uh, taking them while breastfeeding, it does compromise the breastfeeding relationship. And as you said, I think if we actually um, promote safe drinking practices, I think it may help... Um, you know, people maintain, or mums, sorry, maintain a longer breastfeeding relationship. And that's not to say that all mums want to drink and will not breastfeed unless they can drink. That's not what we're saying at all. But I think having the information there and and providing the option helps.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we're doing this episode in the run-up to Christmas because we know, you know, that the drinking alcohol and Christmas festivities often go hand in hand. You maybe want a, a glass of Baileys and you're thinking to yourself, can i is it safe to do so so with that in mind would you mind taking us through the current and latest guidelines for drinking alcohol and breastfeeding
1: yeah so we'll go we'll go through it bit by bit and before i start we're going to be talking about what a standard drink is a lot so i think it's important to define what a standard drink is. and i know a lot of your listenership come from ireland and the uk and there's actually slight difference in what a standard drink is between Ireland and the UK. So in Ireland, a standard drink constitutes 10 grams of pure alcohol. And in the UK, a standard drink also called a unit of alcohol has about eight grams of pure alcohol. So what does that mean? Nobody's going to be, you know, getting out a, you know, measuring scale and and weighing um, the, the amount of pure alcohol. But, and this is a very rough guide, but some examples of what a standard drink um, in Ireland are is a pub measure of a spirit. So that's around, you know, an ounce of of of, of liquid or 35.5 mils or a small glass of wine. And um, keeping in mind that a bottle of 12.5% alcohol has about seven standard drinks. So you're talking about, you know, a seventh roughly of a of a of a bottle of wine, half a pint of normal beer, or one bottle of an alcohol that, you know, that contains 275 mils of a bottle. So that's what a standard Drink in a drink is. Um, the basic principle is that, and again, there's a lot of caveats, and we'll talk about the caveats at the end, but um, it takes your body about two hours to clear your blood from the alcohol resulting from drinking one standard drink. So if you drink a small glass of wine, or half a pint, or um, one pub measure of a spirit, then You cannot breastfeed your baby for the following two hours, okay? So you can be practically in a a situation whereby you stick your baby on the boob, and as soon as they're done, have your drink, and then you can actually breastfeed your baby without pumping in the interim after two hours. So that's the basic principle, really. And for every additional standard drink you take, you need to allow two hours. So for example, if you take a whole pint, which is two standard drinks, then there will be alcohol present in your breast milk for the next four hours, roughly. So you shouldn't really breastfeed your baby for four hours if you take a whole pint. Um, So those are the basic principles. Another thing to be aware of is when you're establishing your breastfeeding journey, and we're talking about the first four to six weeks of age, it's generally recommended to avoid um, uh, drinking during that period for a couple of reasons. The baby is small, so any alcohol in the breast milk is relatively of a higher concentration for the baby themselves, and they're not able to metabolize it. And second of all, we spoke about how alcohol can actually reduce um, milk supply. So it's better to not drink or avoid drinking at all over the first four weeks. Um, if your breastfeeding is well-established and let's say you want to, you know, drink occasionally over the festive season, then it is recommended that you take no more than 11 standard drinks per week and you need to spread those over several days. So it doesn't mean that you can take your 11 um, standard drinks in one day and then not drink for a week. That That's not uh, an appropriate way of doing it and have at least two alcohol-free days in between. So it then goes to show you that Really, um, it's better to keep it uh, occasional and not frequent and adhere to the um, you know, one standard drink, give your body two hours to clear it. Another important thing to be aware of is make sure that you have made plans for safe care for your baby and safe approach to sleeping if you're planning on consuming alcohol over the festive season. So you should never share a bed or a sofa with your baby if you've consumed any alcohol. And if you consume more than one or two standard drinks, then make sure that you have a sober adult that um, is tasked with taking care of the baby until the level of alcohol in your system wears off. So those those are the general principles, just to go back and just to re-emphasize. One standard drink, your body takes about two hours roughly to clear that from your system
0: yeah thank you for explaining that so um in a very simple and easy to understand way wanted to take a little break in this episode to tell you more about our sponsors el tuto and their range of nursing chairs from rocking chairs and glider chairs to recliner chairs and electric recliner chairs el tuto have a range of chairs available in stylish colors and premium fabrics their nursery chairs are built to last and to be cherished in the family home for many years use the code boob 20 to get an amazing 20 percent off el tuto's premium comfy nursery chairs Simply visit altudo.co.uk and enter the code at the checkout. I'm thinking now for any breastfeeding mother who's planning a night out, they're going out with their friends or their co-workers or something. They knew they're going to be out. They're going to definitely be having more than one or two drinks um, and they're going to be away from their baby for an extended period of time. What are some of the things they need to think about and consider um, before they head out, do you think?
1: Yeah, preparation is key and make sure you plan ahead. So if you are planning on having a night out and absolutely there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, make sure that you have a plan in place. Make sure that you have expressed enough milk to last your baby the duration that you're going to be away. And sometimes that may be hard to actually assess if you've always been breastfeeding and all of a sudden you need to give, um, you know, a volume of milk for your baby. What is an adequate volume of milk? Again, this is a very rough guide. Very roughly, a baby consumes about 150 to 200 milliliters per kilogram of weight per day. So let's say a baby is four kilograms, for example, they will need roughly 600 milliliters to about 800 milliliters in a day of milk. So that's the rough um, amount of milk that a baby needs. So if you are planning on going away, for example, for at, uh, you know an overnight trip or um, you know, for a 24 hour period, you need to make sure that there's about a liter of milk available for your baby, you know, accounting for spills and things like that. Um, assuming you don't want to use or supplement with formula. So those those would be things that I would um, uh, do before, before, you know, embarking on your night out. The second thing that I would advise moms to do is make sure that you stay hydrated all the time. And again, trying, try to pace yourself and not consume a lot of standard units um, in a very short period of time, because that can actually have a significant negative effect on your, um, on your milk supply. And if, for example, you're away for 24 hours and you're not around with your baby, make sure you bring a pump, because you need to pump to comfort if you feel engorged while, while, while on the night out. And obviously you need to discard that milk because it's going to, be, it's going to contain um, some alcohol in it. So you're not actually, again, pumping to reduce the level of alcohol in your breast milk. You're pumping to prevent engorgement and prevent the negative inhibitory signals that go back to your brain to say, look, my breasts are full. They're not being empty. Don't make as much milk. So pumping to comfort at regular intervals um, is is recommended as well. And again, when you come back, just make sure that you have sobered up completely before you take over the care of your baby. And it's always advisable to have a bit of extra milk after you come back to make sure that you have, maybe somebody to help you if you're not up to it, or um, uh, that there may be still some alcohol in your system if you've had a little bit too much overnight to make sure that your baby has enough of a milk supply.
0: That that'll be reassuring for lots of people to listen to because you you know when you've had a baby and and you know you've got your milk supply established breastfeeding's going well and you start to maybe feel more like yourself and that first night out can be very exciting and and then you think of all the things that you need to do and you're like oh my goodness is it worth it but I think um you know if you if you have all the all the knowledge at hand um it's about understanding that if you're engorged you're you know you're putting yourself at risk of um well one being very sore and uncomfortable and to mastitis and um I I think a lot of women forget about that they're just more concerned with um you know feeding the baby when they get back but they don't realize that they need to pump because if you're used to feeding your baby for example every three hours can you imagine if you're out for a night out and um how uncomfortable that will be so yes definitely the breast pump is so important and as you say kind of having um, help in place if you need it the next day. If you're if you're suffering from maybe a possibly a sore head.
1: A couple of things that we should also mention is make sure you have a good meal before you go, because um, that that can help regulate the amount of alcohol that your body absorbs. So that would be a good thing to do. And if you are dealing with a hangover the following day and you want to take some medication, taking paracetamol and ibuprofen are totally fine with breastfeeding but i would avoid but but i would avoid medications that contain codeine as well because that can transfer quite readily into breast milk and you know higher amounts can lead to drowsiness in babies so we wouldn't recommend moms taking you know solpidine for example the the kind that has codeine in it um, to cure a hangover
0: okay thank you for sharing that i think we'll have to have you back to talk about um medication and breastfeeding because obviously that's such a big and a complex topic as well and we've talked about it previously on boobingit.com but again it's another one there's still so many so much outdated information and myths um around it so it'd be great to have you back on that but that's good to know people can take paracetamol ibuprofen safely but stay away from coding um thank you so much um Afif, for sharing all this information with us today i think it will be really really um helpful for people over the festive season and during any time of the year you know when they're thinking actually i would like a drink but is it safe to do so um there's so much mixed messaging online and yes it's easy to get the information now but how do you know if it's um if it's the correct and the latest information and um this podcast is definitely um showcasing the latest and the current updated guidelines on drinking alcohol and breastfeeding so thank you so much for your time and i'm wishing you a very merry christmas as well
1: and same to you and same to all your listeners.
0: Thank you to El 22 for sponsoring the Moving Up podcast. You can check out L22's full range of rockers, gliders and electric recliners online as there'll be a nursery chair that's beautiful, supportive and comfortable waiting to complement your nursery. Remember to use the code BOOB20 at the checkout for 20% off their entire range, excluding any other offer or discount code. The BOOB20 code ends 25 December 2023. See their Terms and Conditions page for more details. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find out the latest breastfeeding news and information on boobingit.com. And you can also join the Boobing It community on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you in the next show.